Welcome to Life from Flat to Fabulous. Your hosts are Sarah Karkner and Sheila Turner. This program is based on practical life-enhancing tools to shift your energy, mixed in with great stories, lots of laughs and wisdom to help you feel more confident and ignite your full potential. Now, here's Sarah and Sheila. Hello, it's Sarah Karkner and Sheila Turner here, and we are so excited to have you join us today. I wanted to do a little shout out to my business partner, Sheila, before we get started and tell her thank you, because <laughs> last week she did this show by herself so I could snorkel in the Exuma Islands, and I really appreciate it, but now I'm back. <laughs> I'm back in Pennsylvania, and I'm so happy to be here because we have an amazing guest today. Karen Phelps Moyer has put a lifetime of experience into her role as co-founder and vice president of Aluna, which gives children in distress comfort, hope, and healing, and also CEO of and owner of Good Morning Gorgeous, I love that name, a collaborative agency bringing your ideas to life from product and business development, innovative services, and much more. Through her lifetime of activity, Karen has accumulated the business experience and industry connections to make her uniquely capable of supporting her client individual goals and dreams. Karen is a University of Notre Dame 87 grad, currently lives in Southern California, and is a mother of eight. That hurts my vagina just saying that. It's amazing. (laughs) When she is not building ideas and brands, she can be found in spin class, which I teach, Pilates, boxing, walking her dogs on the beach, sailing around the world, or hanging with her amazing kids, making every day ridiculously amazing. So we're so excited to have this phenomenal, fab female. And I don't know Karen as well as Sheila does. Sheila is going to talk to you a little bit about how she knows Karen. (laughs) Sheila's my sister from another mister, but I think Karen might be Sheila's sister from another mister. (laughs) So Sheila, want to talk a little bit about your relationship with Karen. Tell everybody. Well, welcome, Karen. We're so excited to have you here. I'm Sarah's um, intro I mean, just reading that, your bio in itself makes me tired. I want to take a nap. We're we're exhausted. (laughs) Time over. I don't know how you do it, but we're going to talk about that. So I just wanted to welcome you and give our listeners a little bit of a background of how we met. Um, Do you want to let them know, or shall I? Yeah, no, I think there's... um, I think this is such a wonderful story, and from your perspective, I think people will, will like that. Cool. So Karen and I met back in 2010 when, as our listeners know, uh, my son Kyle and my daughter Eve lost their father to brain cancer back in 2010. We were working with a hospice program and the kids had a counselor there. The counselor came to me and suggested that I send Kyle and Eve to a place called Camp Aaron for children who are grieving the loss of a loved one. And I had no idea at the time what Camp Aaron was or what it was all about. I knew nothing about it, but this counselor educated me and gave me the information and said, I really think that they will benefit from going to camp. And I'm thinking to myself, like, now now i got to tell my kids, first they lost their dad, now I'm going to send them to grief camp? Like, seriously? It doesn't didn't sound, like, very appealing, but at least kept telling me, no, 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 you under, have to understand this is the most amazing experience for the kids. So I sent them to Camp Aaron as one type of children. You know, I sent them, and they were like, no, don't, don't leave me, Mom, don't leave me. And it was the hardest thing I ever did, and I picked them up, and they were, like, completely different children. They were so transformed from that one weekend away and being able to bond with other children who had lost a loved one that when they got home, I mean, they couldn't stop talking on the way home about everything that had happened and how much fun they had and how wonderful it was. And all the people they met, including you, Karen, because you were there that weekend. And I vowed to myself that we as a family would do everything we could to help support the foundation and the wonderful, wonderful transformative work that they do with children. So then Karen uh, was running an event at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia for, it was a celebrity waiters event where all the Philadelphia Phillies were waiting tables. And it was suggested that I speak and the kids speak as previous campers and and a mother who had sent their kids to camp to help, you know, with the fundraising activities and that is where I met you and from that point on we have formed this amazing friendship and bond and it's just been a wonderful wonderful experience that I am so incredibly grateful for 
So um, thank you for that. <laughs> you want to chime in a little bit about that? Well, I, I'm not sure how we connected. Probably our team knew about your amazing kids from camp, and sometimes we need testimonials for our event. But that night, I will forever remember, first of all, your adorable kids, and you so well-spoken, and then the kids up there, and just you can't help but just hug on you guys. And I think... It just helps normalize things for people, and I always thank the kids when they give testimonials at our events that, you know, they're really helping us help other kids. And so they know the experience that they've had, and now it's always about outreach and finding more kids to help. And and then your kids just took it to another level. Um, all the things that your family has done, uh, it's been nearly a decade of um, support, time, talent, and treasure above and beyond. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that, but I'm, um, I'm just touched by your amazingness. And this, this start, your kids, they're going to follow your lead, Sheila, and you need to know that because of how you approached this loss, they thrive and they give back and they can excel in life above and beyond. And that's not easy because you have to grieve the loss as well. And while you all found, you know, new life, new now stuff, uh, carrying on your loved one's memory is important, especially for the kids. And that's not always easy. And then you guys took it to another place where you're constantly helping us, especially in the Philadelphia area. So I appreciate you on so many levels. And I know that when we wanted to start, you know, parents blog, you're the first person that we think of. I, you know, thought of you and talking to you about my new business um, in helping widows date again. And you are an amazing woman who gets it, but at a very compassionate level. And so all of us that are touched by you in life are, are pretty blessed, and I'm happy to partner with you in anything. So thanks again for having me on today. There's like a cyber hug going on right now. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Big love fest. <laughs> <laughs> Big love fest at Fabin Powers. That's great. That's amazing. And, and I would love, there's just so many things. Sheila, you have something you wanted to say? Well, thank you. Obviously, thank you. That really, really means a lot to me. And the feeling is is very mutual. But I wanted to talk, I wanted to ask you or if you could let our listeners know, how did Camp Erin start? And what's the story behind the name Camp Erin? Sure. So back in 1998, um, as you know, I was married to Jamie Moyer and we were asked to do a Make-A-Wish appearance, and that was to be with a teenage girl. Her name was Erin, and she was 15, and she was battling cancer. And we went with other good friends of ours. We were with the Seattle Mariners, and we all went to dinner. And I actually had my number four. I have eight kids, so I call them by numbers when I'm talking um, <laughs> sometimes. So she was a newborn-ish and born in September, and this was in the following spring training. And we took her, and that was a nice icebreaker, as babies do for lots of people, and uh, Aaron's parents. And I was so touched by their family. And in typical Karen Moyer fashion, I, I can't just do those things and then just walk away and have a nice life kind of thing. So authentically stay in touch, as you know, Sheila, better than, than others as well, mm-hmm. that um, this is my style and it's um, what's important to me. And so we stayed friends through Aaron's passing, which wasn't until two years later uh, plus. And um, I knew of a camp where I grew up in Indiana, and we actually had decided after my grandfather passed, I was so committed to hospice. They comforted me being there with him in his passing. And I had said to Jamie, I'm, you know, we are going to give back to hospice someday and it'll be kid related because that's typical of my style. And we 
knew of a camp in my area, and we reached out to a good friend of ours, Garth Brooks, and I don't mean to name drop, but it's, it's just how people can pull together at times in your life. And Garth had just lost his mom, and so I said, hey, let's do a private concert, and we could endow this camp for kids um, that grieve a loss. It sounded like a really cool idea, this camp. And so when Aaron was passing, I you know, brought all that together, and I went to Aaron's family, and I said, I have this idea I have a check. I want to partner with the hospice your family used, uh, and I want to name this camp after Aaron. So, you know, fast forward, here we are 20 years later. We've been up to, you know, 45 different locations for Camp Aaron's. Uh, we set goals, expanding them in the northwest, down the west coast a little bit, and then committing to putting them in Major League Baseball cities. And, you know, as a business, um, some partners come and go, and, different changes, but these camps exist. They happen most weekends, and it's magical, and it's a place for kids like Aaron's sisters who are grieving the loss to go, and like Sheila's kids, to go and be with others and get empowered and not feel so lonely in a very difficult time in your life. Yeah, that's great, and the really awesome thing about these camps is that they're offered free to families. So there's no cost factor involved. There's no reason why a family cannot send their child to Camp Aaron. It's funded by donations just from the general public and from corporations, from kids doing fundraisers. It's just such an amazing opportunity for these children to have this resource free of charge. Um, I just am amazed at how much it's grown and how much, it is such a powerful transformative experience for these children that, I mean, I've put it into words before, and I know if you've heard this before, Karen, where I've said, you know, in in, in very general kind of casual terms, you know, when as adults, we're struggling with something and we go to our tribe of women and we go and we maybe do a girl's trip somewhere or we do, you know, the guy's do a golfing trip or something. And there's this bonding experience that takes place among people who you can share experiences and you're safe with. And it's equivalent where you put these kids in an environment where they don't have to explain how their, you know, mom or dad died. They don't, they just know that they're with people who have experienced that kind of same loss. And that powerful connection in and of itself is just life-changing for these children to know that they are not alone. Yeah, and it's unusual to be in an environment where everybody is going through the same thing. And at that point, it doesn't matter how. Um, and their unbelievable, unwavering, magical compassion for each other, really as strangers on Friday night, hugging each other, because they, they get it. They know the pain. And it's a beautiful thing to witness. And I'm truly grateful that the camps exist. Right, and we're going to be grateful. sharing. Yes, we're yeah. going to be sharing the links on our Facebook page to the uh, Aluna Network, so that if somebody wants to donate, that they can go online or donate or figure out if they want to do a fundraiser or they want to volunteer. Yes, yeah, yeah, we will definitely be sharing those things. And I want you to talk too about how Camp Mariposa came about, because this camp is becoming increasingly needed throughout the United States, right? Well, it is, I mean, you know, addiction has, has been around a long, long time, and people are just afraid to bring attention to it. So, I don't know, about four years later after starting Camp Aaron, I was in a family situation where I had temporary custody of my niece, whose mom was battling addiction, and I was mandated to get her to therapy every Wednesday, couldn't choose a therapist, and I was trying to find group stuff for her, and she's nine, and there was nothing. And so I just had this crazy idea, and I looked in her therapy book that she used as kind of a workbook, and it was written by Claudia Black, and she's from the Northwest, and I cold called her, and I said, I have an idea. I created one camp. What do you think about? And we took a year and built the model and partnered with uh, treatment centers and created Camp Mariposa, named because I think one of the most beautiful things to see is a transformation of a caterpillar to a butterfly, and... These kids transform. Ages 9 to 12, they come typically every other month, um, and they are in distress. Unbelievable. You know, they're living 
sometimes they're living with grandparents, sometimes their parents are incarcerated. We have a lot of foster care kids, and they are just in a situation where sometimes they're raising siblings and they have to be the adults and they don't even know what's normal. So from the get-go, they learn that they can't control it, they're not causing it, and they certainly can't cure it. And so we help them celebrate themselves and help them make better choices. And camp's fun, both camps. And Sunday I'm uplifted after Camp Aaron, and I know the kids are going home, and it's going to be just amazing. And then I'm so sad at Mariposa's because, you know, they're going back to kind of a similar situation. And sadly, you know, a lot of these kids nowadays, there's a higher suicide risk. And that's sad. While that's sad, we can intervene because we do um, some assessments and discover this and then offer prevention and I know we're saving lives. And at the end of the day, we actually are breaking the cycle of addiction. So, you know, this has been around since 2007, our camp. And so we've been talking about it for a long time, but nobody wanted to talk about it. But now that, you know, opioid crisis is our headline every day in our country, this is how we, uh, you know, can put that camp almost ahead of Aaron because they unfortunately kind of go hand in hand. Um, so I'm grateful that both camps exist. Yeah. And they exist because you are a doer and you really saw a problem and decided to do something about that. So I think yeah, that's I phenomenal. Like that, I like that, that the foundation was at a place where I could walk into my ED and say, hey, look, this is missing. I have an idea. Let's explore it. And we did make it happen. And And a lot of, you know, that is from my energy and my push and then you know sometimes you have to step back and be like okay how are you going to sustain this and you know how do you ride that athlete family transitions other life journey transitions um but I'm super proud to say you know I've never wavered in my passion we've had great people be a part of our team amazing incredible volunteers incredible board and we wear a lot of hats. And like Sheila said earlier, it is a free camp. And, you know, it costs about $500 to send a kid to ca- either camp. And um, I think it's something that people don't think about. And certainly I never thought that by creating this camp that my best friends would ever need e- both camps. And I've had best friends needing both camps. So I think lots of us can raise our hands on the addiction side of things or the um, grief side of things. And, yes, we can be really grateful that something like this exists. Um, so from that, just to expand a little bit more about what the Moyer Foundation did, which is now named Aluna, is we started a resource center in the last couple of years, and that is where people can go right now, plug in, what's going on in your world, and within 24 hours we're giving you resources. And I send people or I go to our team, I promise you, almost weekly uh, because it's everywhere. And and for me, I work, you know, in grief and addiction and suicide. And I'm grateful that we have Aluna's Resource Center to be there for people at a really difficult time in, in our world that seemingly is more complicated than it's ever been. Absolutely. And I would say, you know, for the listeners it's a good call to just spread the word because I think a lot of people still don't know these things exist. And that's why we're so glad to have you on. So people can spread the word. So if you're listening, let people know, put it out there, spread the word that these things are out there because it is definitely needed. And um, I just have a question for you. You're talking a lot about, you know, you've done these amazing things. So what advice do you have for people? Like when I hear you talking about the things that you've done, it's just so inspirational for me. And it makes me, you know, really makes me want to do something. And I'm like, wow, she's such an inspiring person. So you talked a little bit about finding that balance and always having the passion. Can you give advice to the listeners about maybe if they are feeling that, wow, like how can I contribute? What can I do? How can I start? Any words of wisdom? Well, I think I know that everyone can find time and we all certainly have different talents and some of us are you know, blessed with more resources and can um, uh, um, be able to give all three if we have to, time, talent, and treasure. I think uh, 
you know, it is my life commitment to give back. And while I am raising my own children and doing other entrepreneurial things, truly that giving back gives me more than I think it gives the other side. Um, so that's that's nice. Um, it's interesting as I'm older and going through life's journey. You know, I've always been asked, "How do you balance?" And I don't even know that that's even the concept that we need in life is balance. It's w- what you prioritize and what's important to you. I'm very good at staying in touch with people and. Um, what I've gotten better at is saying when things are harder or I need help or, hey, guys, I'm doing the best I can. Where before I thought I had to prove and show I got in a terrible rut. Um, and, you know, that can go, we can all go back to how we were raised or who we're influenced by. But I just had to, I felt like I had to prove everything all the time. And so... I, but then there's the other side of that where the old me would get a heck of a lot done because I didn't really think about it. And now I can think about it and I want to be more present. And, you know, so that there's the, if you want to use the word balance in, you know, finding how you're going to be as a human being. And so prioritizing and giving back at any level we can all do and we're all very capable of. And so you can find your passion and then see how you can help. And whether it's volunteering, whether it's seeing what their needs are and helping them find that, uh, whether you have connections, whether you even just need the services that are being offered, um, I think once you go through it, like Sheila could attest, then you discover other ways that you can give back. And um, so I think one place that we all thrive is when we surround ourselves with like-minded people and continue to do that, continue to choose wisely the people that you put around yourself and um, keep that authenticity and don't think that you have to prove to others or that you have to take care of others all the time. Um, I think you can be more successful in what your life's purpose is. Yeah, I think that's great. I like the you know how you're talking about prioritizing and how that shifted a little bit. And now you, you want to prioritize the moment a little more and being in the moment versus, you know, maybe before when you're go, go, go and doing because you felt you had to prove yourself. Um, I do want to loop back around because I really like how you say time, talent and treasure. Can you just fill us in a little bit where that comes from? So I think it's in, in uh, philanthropy. That's a phrase that everybody, you know, tends to use um, time, talent and treasure just to inspire an audience that you're speaking to because, you know, there's 24 hours in the day and we all have to decide how we're going to use that seven days a week and throughout the year. And so there's time, Um, even though most of us crazy busy moms would like more hours in the day. And then we all have a talent and it, and it can be stuffing envelopes. It can be using your tax background or, your organizational skills uh, with an organization that you have, you know, connection with. And then, of course, the resources make sense um, and your treasure and how you can financially support um, organizations that are offering great services. So sometimes we have one or two or three of those. And remembering that and, and making that part of your cloth and as a human being um, like I said, sometimes it, you get more by giving than, um, you know, those that are getting. And that's certainly who I am. And I know that I model that for everybody around me. And I take that seriously. And that's what I'm doing now. Um, you find what you're good at, and then you can still give back at many different levels. That's amazing. Did you always know you were good at that or did you did it take some time? You just did until you figured out, hey, this is this is something I'm good well, at. Well, I'm the oldest of three. I had, you know, very successful working parents 
grew up at the University of Notre Dame where there's a lot of giving back around us and you learn about the rest of the world and the poor. And, And then, yes, it was definitely commitments that I had made. And I also felt a huge responsibility being married to an athlete and giving back to the communities that he was playing in. And so I made that our platform as a family. That's how the foundation was created. I didn't have, I was discouraged from doing it, but I wanted control of money that we were raising and knowing that it was making a difference. And you can do that when it's, you know, under your own 5013C. And, and then I think it's part of our responsibility as, as humans and as parents and um, that we are giving back at, at any level. Um, it can be anything from going to a school and reading um, to, you know, really big fundraising projects. And, you know, once you get into that. So I, I didn't get to have my career in television and philanthropy became my thing I was really good at. And I'm also, you know, our, our personality and our character strengths, I'm sure this is why Sheila and I are like soul sisters, you know, there's, we don't understand no or it can't be done, you figure out a way. Um, so I never feel overwhelmed by any of that uh, and, you know, how are we going to get this done. It does get a little, you know, there's a lot of great causes out there and so when you're in philanthropy and you're constantly having to fundraise, it becomes exhausting and all I ever have to do is take myself back to kiddos, uh, my campers, and um, remember their eyes and their sharing their stories, and that just makes my passion and gives me the confidence to get in front of anyone to ask for money and share the story. And uh, like I said, unfortunately, or fortunately, I have you know the camp now for for good friends, and so um, you just your stories become more personal. But it it needs to exist, and I'm really happy that exists, of course. Of course, and I am so happy that I have that little picture of you and little tiny Eve from the first time she ever went to Camp Erin. When you say you look at their kids' faces, and that's really what motivates you and keeps you going. I mean, that truly is. We'll have to post that up, too, on yeah, send that, that picture. It's yeah. so cute. I think I did one yeah. like side by side, um, you and you and Eve, and then a couple yeah. years yeah. later. So we are yeah. going to take a quick commercial break soon. But first, I want to just suggest ways that you can give to Aluna Network. If you are interested, you can do personal donations via the website, which is alunanetwork.org. You can organize fundraisers like for your birthday or some service projects. We currently have one boy who's doing a um, service project for his uh, bar mitzvah. We corporate donations. There's employee matching programs. There's in-kind donating where you can donate products that they need for camp. And also on Amazon, if you go to smile.amazon, you can set up the Aluna Network as your charity of choice. So every time you make a purchase... The Aluna Network benefits. I have that set up on my system, and I use Amazon quite a bit. So we are going to go to a commercial break, but be sure to follow us on social media at Fab Empowers and visit our website, fabempowers.com, to get your free gift and latest updates to join our tribe. We are going to be right back. And if you want to call in, call 866-472-5794. If you have any questions for us or for Karen, please do that. All right, stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming up. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Are you ready for a show about possibilities? Are you tired of boundaries and limitations and ready for expansion and growth? Then tune in and spend some time with Rebecca Huey, host of Mastermind. Dr. Rebecca provides a safe, healing environment designed to help you develop emotional intelligence, resilience, and the self-awareness necessary to create positive, long-lasting change. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Life from Flat to Fabulous with your hosts, Sheila and Sarah. Got a question or a comment about the show? We are right here by email at info at fab-women.com. That's info at fab-women.com. Now back to Life from Flat to Fabulous. Hello, it's Sarah Karkner and Sheila Turner, and we are back. And I have to tell you, I am super pumped. I am like high levels of pumped right now and Mm. very motivated and very inspired by our guests. And I feel like I just need to redo my vision board and give back even more to the world because Karen Phelps Moyer is on with us today. And she is the founder and vice president of Aluna, which is this amazing organization that helps kids through grief. And they have this wonderful resource center. And um, Sheila talked a little bit on the other segment about how her kids went to this camp and she dropped them off. And when they came back, they blossomed and it was one of the best things she's done. And Sheila is also, um, Karen Phelps Moyer resiliency award first recipient, her family. And I want her to talk about that in a little bit, but I also want to tell you guys that Karen Phelps Moyer also is CEO and owner of good morning, gorgeous, this agency that helps to bring ideas to life And then she came up with this elite TLC, which helping widows date again. She is like the dynamo of dynamos. So (laughs) this is amazing. And Sheila, before we get back to Karen, why don't you tell a little bit about the Resiliency Award? And then Karen, I want you to talk about helping widows date again. That's amazing. (laughs) So much to talk Uh, about. Yeah. So I started Good Morning Gorgeous, um, an, an organization. First of all, I love that name. Who doesn't want to hear that? Yeah, I love that name, right? So... Uh, honestly, it's just kind of me being me in the sense of um, I'm always entrepreneuring and wanted to make a business out of it. And it's um, part of my new now and finding myself professionally. It's it's a pr- huge priority for me. And so I was um, with a friend who's a widow, and she had said, at three in the morning, she had gone on match one of the matches and then deleted it by seven in the morning. And I was like, no, don't do that. So I went back with her and we set up a profile and, and the process of it is really fascinating. And for widows, you know, that's the last thing many are thinking about. And for me to inspire and motivate and have a compassion around the grief it makes a ton of sense. And so my goal is to have consultants who will be a part of my company that will be helping you know, other widows and that's how you expand and grow your business and and other populations, to be honest with you, um, whether it's people that are divorced or long-term breakups and um, populations like in domestic violence and people who have been ill and gone through disease and don't feel good about themselves um, have all reached out to me and and I help them. Um, I have a lot of people that are interested, certainly, 
Um, and so taking that next really big step is a big deal um, and, and much harder to get people in on. So that's what the company's doing now is, is helping um, uh, people feel secure, just like you sending a kid to camp, right? That's a big decision if you've lost your spouse and you're going to send your kids to a grief camp for a weekend. Um, so just getting these widows to... Um, um, have the confidence to know that you can reimagine love. It's such a needed resource. And when I first heard about this from you, I was so excited to know that this was going to happen because it's it, such a need for it. Speaking, you know, from a personal standpoint, <laughs> being, you know, going back out there and throwing yourself back out there is not an easy task. And, not even just for yourself, but my goodness, really even more so for the family and friends that are surrounding you at the time, it, it's petrifying because you know that you're going to be met with some resistance. You may have some support, but most of the time it's more resistance or more opinions and people telling you what you should do, how much time you should give yourself, um, you know, what's best for the kids or, you know, they have a lot, a lot of opinions and you're really flooded with that. And you're almost like petrified to even tell anybody. So it's something that you don't even want to talk about to anybody else. So to have a counselor, someone there to help you through this process, not just to find someone, but to help walk you through those challenges is, is just a, an amazing resource to have. So thank you for doing it. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, like I said, it happened organically, and then other things that I'm doing with GMG is uh, Bigfoot Productions, and that is evolving, quite honestly, as we build the business and decide, you know, where do I take my strengths, and it looks like um, I take a, you know, I partner with a business who has social responsibility that they want to do, and I know how to do that. I know communities. I, you tell me what your cause is, and we'll figure out an event. We'll figure out how to cross-market. And uh, so Big Flirt will be doing things like that um, for companies. So those are the two things that I'm focusing on right now. That's amazing. So you really are like, you see a problem, you create a solution. You're like the solution shaman. You are just this person <laughs> who sees a need. Yes. And yeah. I, that's awesome. I mean, that's wonderful. So, so tell us, what do you think if you were to give advice about people out there? Because you are very inspiring. You do a lot. You're a doer. You go, go, go. What do you think, um, you know, you can, as far as like, do you feel like there's any certain things like you talked about prioritizing? You said, you know, you don't really think about balance. You think about more like prioritizing. What do you have advice for people of like how you can just get out there and be that doer? Like, is there anything in particular you do, any ritual, anything you tell yourself? Like, I know you talked a little bit about your compelling why as far as the camps. You think back about, you know, the children and looking them in the eyes and you just know that's part of your mission to do that. Any advice for our audience? Well, I think it has to be part of who you are, though. I don't know that I woke up one day and said, this is what I'm going to do. I think it's just where your priorities are. I think you can be influenced and motivated by others for sure. I think sometimes it it can be a lack of even knowledge or confidence that you can you know, do so much. Um, I've always had, you know, I was a mom that didn't say, have a great day. I was like, make it a good day. And then it was, um, you know, make today ridiculously amazing. <laughs> um, so you can just take it to a different level. It just sounds bigger and better and comforting, um, kind of like good morning, gorgeous phrase. And it's, it's 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 life, right? And we're all here, and what are we going to do? And we all have purpose, and I don't want any of this to sound trite. It's truly uh, getting the most out of your days, and if that is, you know, something simple or something big, and if, if you're just simple-minded and you can surround yourself with people that think big, you're a part of it. Uh, so at any level, you can you can be getting a lot done. I I, I have to say and admit, though, um, you know, in my new now and really trying to be present, 
um, it is harder to put the laundry away. Or <laughs> before, I don't even remember doing it, but I did it, and I did ten baskets. Where now, just to do one basket, you know, it's like uh, weighs on you. I never went to bed with to do lists, and now I do. So, you know, finding um, how you can balance a professional side of things. I marvel at people that can, you know, multitask and, and do all of that really well. Um, and I know that I can do that. I had that in our baseball journey, uh, being in that sport for 25 years and moving 84 times and raising eight kids and, you know, doing mission work and doing uh, some entrepreneur stuff and doing the foundation work. It was... Um, Doing a lot, right? But at the yeah. same time, making sure that you're doing it all for the, all the right reasons. And that part can really, really shine. Um, it, just making sure that you're doing it all for the right reasons, right? So Right. Well, it sounds like you're a person, like, and something you said before, you're like, make it good. So you're always, it sounds like reassessing, like, okay, what are my priorities? And you're doing, and you're deciding, like, I'm not going to be passive to my life. I'm going to be proactive. So you're a very proactive individual who can, is reevaluating all the time your priorities. And that's probably part of, it sounds to me, what makes you so successful. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I've even defined my own personal success yet. I look forward to that with Good Morning Gorgeous. Um, it's important to me. You know, I went to college to work in television and sports in the 80s. I was pioneering in a place where not many women were and married an athlete. And two weeks later, we were traded uh, from what I would call our dream jobs in Chicago and doing what we both loved. And then everything, you know, the it turned upside down. And so fully supporting Jamie and his career and everything that it took, but then adding to that um, because I couldn't just sit there. And I think it was effective. And, you know, here we have all these great camps, and I'm taking that now into the next part of my life's journey in helping widows date again, for example. And and truthfully, divorce is grief, long-term breakups grief, the, Domestic violence, it's grief. Um, if we have, you know, someone who's been touched by illness or disease, you're grieving the loss of your old self. So it's all the, kind of the same stuff and same attitude and same mindset. And and just to have somebody like, like me or my other consultants around you will help you uh, reimagine so much because we all deserve that. I love that reimagining and everything. Oh, and we do have a caller, so that's exciting. We do. We have Jeff from Philadelphia is calling in. Jeff, are you there? Hi, ladies. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ladies. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jeff. Do you have a comment or a question? Sure. Well, first of all, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, and uh, as an avid listener, I think I'm the first male caller in, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> Clap for testosterone. <laughs> Woo! Hey, great show. I listen every week and I really enjoy it and uh, just want to applaud your efforts. It, it's just such a great show. Um, I just wanted to uh, to mention to Karen, uh, There's, I had a friend who lost his wife and it was a sudden loss. And he has a 20-year-old boy, a 16-year-old boy, and a 12-year-old boy. And... I had asked him a month later how he was doing because most people forget, you know, once you go to the funeral, you tend to just forget or almost feel like um, you're you're afraid to reach back out to them. And he told me that the older boys were doing okay, but the 12-year-old was really struggling. And I had reached out to the camp, and we were able to get the 12-year-old into the camp. And my friend said that the 12-year-old, it was a total transformation for the 12-year-old. He felt like he had hope again, and he felt like he could live again. And I, I really want to applaud your efforts, Karen, because your help brings so much hope to so many people. Well, thank you for sharing that. Certainly getting testimonials makes other listeners consider. And, you know, I've been on the side of the parent before because our family had lost uh, – our nanny and our number seven and eight are we adopted from Guatemala and our number seven had been through quite a bit of abandonment by the time she came to the Moyers at three and a half and 
I took this opportunity when we lost our nanny. Obviously, we're all very sad, and it's not immediate family, but for her to go and start grieving and dealing with abandonment. So I sat there like the parents, like Sheila had to sit there um, and listen to them. And I was overwhelmed with feeling like, oh, my gosh, thank you for trusting us and our camp and our model with your, your children with us. And so I... I'm grateful to the kids that find the camp. Um, I know who wants to go to a grief camp? It sounds terrible. And you get there and you have so much fun. And a lot of our campers become counselors, which is such a a great model uh, for them in life. They write their college entrance application essays about uh, their experience. And so it it can get bigger and better for them in life. And uh, I appreciate you sharing the story. I'm I'm grateful that they found the camp. I want everybody that's listening to go tell others about it. I want everyone that's listening to think about how they're going to share their time, talent, and treasure and know that these camps are free. And, look, we've had lemonade stands to huge million-dollar events. And our main office is based in Philadelphia, uh, we're not going anywhere. Our camps are all over the United States, and uh, our passion is greater and stronger than ever. Um, so we need you, and together we truly can make a bigger difference. So thank you again for sharing. Yeah, thanks for calling in and being the male representative, the first one. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Thanks so much, Jeff from Penn, uh, Philadelphia. Thank you. Thank you. We also had someone write in and they said, I love the idea of this website. I was widowed over 10 years ago. So this is in reference to helping widows date again. I love the idea of this website. I was widowed over 10 years ago and couldn't even imagine dating for several years. And then when I was ready, I had no idea how to even begin. You get a lot of advice from people who have no idea how you feel. So having other people who have had similar experiences is really helpful. And that is from Liz and Devin. So... Doing a lot of great things. That's great. Yeah, that is awesome. Helping to spread it is. It's scary, you know. Who I hear, you know, what are the kids going to think? What are my friends going to think? Your family's giving you, you know, and sometimes it can just happen naturally and beautifully, like Sheila can attest to. And sometimes it's a little more complicated. And I think at the end of the day, even my very first client, like. She, her self-esteem and self-confidence built. You know, she uh, ended up having a great date and then um, is not interested at this point uh, in being involved in the matches that we have set up, and so I give her her space. And, but what I know is that she is, is well. She's a heck of a lot better than she was before, and like I said, it just builds this self-esteem and self-confidence that you lose um, when, you, when you're grieving the loss of a loved one. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just so, it's so, such a need for it and such a need for the support when you don't feel like you have any support. Um, it's just such a great, I can't wait to see mm, how much this, this flourishes because, I mean, with you dealing with not just, you know, a widow, but also, um, you know, people coming out of a divorce or an or yeah. abusive relationship. It really is when you just have to reframe. Your life did not go the way you think it's going to go, and it needs to be reframed, and you have to work through losses. And And it sounds to me one big thing that I think is, um, Karen, you really think big about things. You're not a small thinker. <laughs> not a small thinker, I, that's for sure. No, I don't do anything small, and sometimes that's you know, a little crazy, but... Um, I'm pretty inclusive and I, you know, I always, I like the, the more the merrier. And I think that, um, I, you know, you just never know who you can influence. And, you know, I like being able to, um, kind of just use my personality and, uh, influence people in, in whatever and encourage people. Uh, you know, another thing that, that I've had happen is people come to me all the time. I'm a big connector and I want to hear your dreams and what you hope to do. And let's think through that and how can we get there? And, um, so I have a lot of people that come to me and I help them think through. And I think it, sometimes it just takes that little motivation and support that can, you know, you can get going. Um, but you need that. 
So happy to, to share myself and, you know, own um, my life journey, um, good times and bad and uh, things that I've done right and wrong. And, um, and now to, to really say, look, I'm doing the best I can and, and, and mean that and uh, have people respect me for that. That's fabulous. So you are like the ultimate influencer, connector, and encouragement queen. That's what I think. <laughs> Aww, the, thank you. It's true for, uh-huh. you know, for sure. And so I think that's phenomenal. I think you've today inspired a lot of people um, through all the amazing things you do. And you did say that you don't feel like you can measure your success, but we're going to measure it for you. And we think you are very successful and have done awesome. <laughs> so we thank you for the contributions you've made, the inspiration, um, that, you know, just in this hour, you've inspired so many people out there thinking about, wow, how can I give back my time, talent, treasure? What can I do? You know, taking a step towards contributing and paying things forward. So we really appreciate that. So as we close out this hour of inspiration, I want to just close out with a really cool story for you, Karen, about mm. where we've been and, and where we are now. We, Karen is the ultimate connector, and we actually landed ourselves on the Anderson Cooper show back in 2012 yeah. or 2011. Yeah. And we were on the show with Gloria Vanderbilt, who I talked about in last week's episode, mm. and also a man named Toshi, who was from Japan and lost his family to the tsunami in Japan. And mm. as you said too earlier, you are really good at keeping in touch with people. Well, Toshi and I have kept in touch all these years, and he's since found himself back in Japan. We've kept in touch in email. We've sent him a couple little care packages and cards. Now, my son, Kyle, who, by the way, wrote his college essay about Camp Aaron, he is now studying in Japan. He's in Tokyo for 10 weeks. And guess what? He's going to meet up with Toshi next month. (laughs) So it's just goosebumps all over. Isn't that amazing? I mean, the power Mm. of keeping in touch with people and the power of connections, it just, you just never know where that's going to lead. And I am so excited, like, to see the two of them tackle Tokyo, I say. Tackle Tokyo. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that so we're going to awesome. close. Yes. So we have to end the show, unfortunately. We could talk for, like, another three mm-hmm. hours. But I think so. thank you so much. Thank you yes. so much for being on the show. Truly um, my pleasure yeah. and my honor. And I thank you guys because, you know, us girls, we got to stick together. And um, Exactly. I appreciate what you're doing and, you know, anytime. Um, thanks for helping inspire and motivate, but share the, the word about Aluna and how we're helping kids with grief and addiction issues. And then uh, certainly uh, my personal thanks for big shout outs for Good Morning Gorgeous. And one, probably the, one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make um, is to, because <laughs> I had to put thought into it, right? And that is to start my own business at 53 years old. So, um, I'm excited, and I do have big goals for myself, and um, yes. we'll get there. Yeah, You will get know. there. We are going <laughs> to blast it out. Everybody listening, please go to Facebook and our Instagram. We're going to put more yes, information follow about me too. Yeah. and Perfect. Good Morning Gorgeous. Just look at us. Look us up on at Fab Empowers. I know that I'm feeling inspired and ready to, you know, live my best life. And thank you, Karen, so much. Fab this forward by sharing the broadcast with other fabulous ladies in your life. So and gentlemen, because Jeff. And gentlemen. Yes. All right. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you. Fab you soon, guys. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Life from Flat to Fabulous. Be sure to join Sheila Turner and Sarah Hartner again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, make it a fabulous week.